You're listening to Leveling Up, where we'll show you how to win at the game of life and business. It's time to power up your skills through life gamification with your host, Eric Sue. Today, we are going to talk about 10, 10 powerful tips to rank number one on Google for this year and beyond. Google's getting harder. We know it's much more of a red ocean. There's over a billion blogs that are out there. Super competitive, right? So how do you stand out when it's a red ocean out there? Well, we're going to help you move over into a blue ocean where it's not as competitive, where you have a competitive edge so you can beat out your competitors. And if you don't watch this video to the very end, you're not going to be able to get there. All right. Number one, obviously two most important factors when it comes to ranking well on Google are content and links. So when people talk about focusing on content, the game has actually changed a little bit now. No longer is it about trying to get those top three rankings. In fact, the problem right now with the Google search result pages is that everything's starting to look the same because everyone's just trying to one up each other. All the content's the same information now, right? So you have to think about how you can actually stand out, whether it's unique data that you might have or other unique information that's proprietary to you. So when we talk about focusing on the content, obviously you have to deliver first. It's not just about bringing people to the point of sale. When you actually bring people to the point of sale, which is marketing, you actually have to deliver. And in this case, it's your, your piece of content, right? So that hasn't changed. That will never change fundamentally because a search engine is supposed to help you find the right piece of information. So trying to game it real quick for a short game, that ain't gonna work well. Now, talking about practical applications here, number two is updating your content, right? So if you have a site that's been around for for a while, you're going to have a couple of pieces that perform much better than the others. This is known as the 80-20 rule or the Pareto principle. So 20% of your content is maybe delivering 80% of the results. So what I like to do is update those pieces of content. So maybe every month or so you're going through, maybe every quarter or so, depending on how mature your site is, you are updating your content by adding maybe a paragraph, maybe adding a couple words here and there, right? And updating, actually, when you think about some publicly traded companies out there, they have people hired just specifically to update content, updating your content, that's going to help with kind of focus, focusing on the content. If you stay to the very end, I'm going to give you these, this one little secret, one little secret that most people don't talk about when it comes to SEO. It's kind of counterintuitive, right? Um, but before we move on, don't forget to hit the like button because it helps with the YouTube algorithm. So number three, kind of tying into to content again is thinking about the title on the meta description, right? So this seems like a duh thing, but this is where when you actually think about copywriting, copywriting goes a long way because what copywriting does, David Ogilvy has said that once you have written your headline, you've spent 80 cents on the dollar already. So your title matters quite a bit, not just from an SEO perspective, not in terms of just having the keyword in there, but also is your title enticing enough to get people to click? Because if it's not, then if they don't click, then ultimately it doesn't matter at the end of the day, you're, you're losing out on that traffic, right? Same thing also applies to SEO in the world of YouTube. You have to have a very good title as well. This is why YouTubers obsess over the titles and they also obsess over the thumbnails as well. YouTube's obviously part of Google. It's the number two search engine in the world. So you got to think about that as well, if it makes sense. Number four, so the concept I talked about earlier, all the results looking the same on Google now, and the algorithms are, are realizing that, well, this is known as the concept of information gain. When you think about information gain, that means when they look at these pages, what proprietary data are you sharing? Maybe you have a video in there that other people don't have. Maybe there's some news, maybe there's some news from insiders that you can share as well, where other people aren't going to be as, it's not going to be as easy for them to pull this information. Now, if you have this, you're going to have a unique edge over other people. When I think about the past, OkCupid, the dating site, and I don't even know if they're around anymore, but they used to share a lot of data around dating, right? Because they had that data. And so if you can do that, that's going to be unique content that only you can produce. Before we continue on, don't forget to hit the subscribe and the bell button as well if you enjoy videos like this on business and marketing. Let's talk about pillar content. 
So pillar content, what this means is we talk about focusing on the content, but pillar content is having one main piece. So for example, you might have one article on interior design, but it's not just one article, it's multiple articles. Maybe the first article is the overview on interior design. And then maybe you have maybe 10 or 12 other pages that are cross-linking to each other and linking to the main page here. What happens here when the search engine see this is that they're seeing this as an entire resource and naturally that resource gets pushed up. And I've seen this happen time and time again where people spend a lot of money on this resource and it becomes a de facto resource. That resource itself gets a lot of links and that becomes one of the most linkable assets, which makes the domain stronger. If you are a local business, you have to think about your reviews. So getting listed on Google My Business, asking for reviews. Like my barber always asks new customers, hey, can you leave me a review on, on Google? It's only gonna take you a little bit. And his conversion rate is about 90%. Also, when you think about local, you gotta think about three things. So name, address and phone number that has to be consistent for all the listings that you have that way search engines are like okay well you know it seems like there's some consistency here and then we are going to give this local business more credit number six is google search console this seems like a duh statement again but google search console is free to use and it's very simple you can look at keywords where you are getting a high impression count but a low click-through rate those are keywords that where you might want to optimize the titles or you can look at maybe you, there's some ideas where maybe you're not ranking as well but google's giving you some ideas if you're ranking for some keywords, we can add more keywords to that specific page, or you can make brand new pages, brand new resources to serve the user in that respect. Don't forget to leave a comment. Leave a comment in terms of what you like to see next, or maybe there's a tip that you think I might have missed or something you want me to elaborate on because we enjoy making videos like this to help you grow. Number seven is on page speed and more specifically on core web vitals. So just having a piece of content is nice, but if people aren't able to load it quickly or they're not able to see it because there's so many ads that are plastering the site, then ultimately they're not getting a good user experience. So you gotta think about the user experience at the end of the day. That doesn't just mean a great piece of content, that just means the entire web experience as well. So optimizing for your Google core web vitals, site speed is just one piece of it. I would recommend looking more deeply into it. Maybe we'll make a video on this in the future. Let me know. If you like me to do that. Number eight, you got to think about increasing dwell time on the site. So dwell time means how long people are staying. Dwell time, the way you can increase it is you can have a longer form piece of content or you can have some videos on the site as well. Maybe you could have a tool there, but if you can get people to stay longer, that is a helpful signal. Now, that's not always the end all be all because sometimes maybe you just deliver something in like a couple seconds or so. And that's exactly what people are looking for, but the algorithms are going to continue to get smarter given all the progress they made with AI. Number nine is a tried but true one. Sometimes some people call it guest posts. Some people call it parasite SEO. The whole idea here is maybe if you don't have a site that's that authoritative, then what you can do is, for example, if I want to talk about entrepreneurship, maybe I can write a guest post on Entrepreneur Magazine or Fast Company as an example, right? What happens afterwards is you just have to talk to these people. You have to ask, hey, are you going to allow outbound links? Are you going to allow uh, me to talk about my business a little bit? You just have to kind of align expectations. Are you charging money for me to post? Just aligning expectations again. You do a couple of these reach outs and if you have a really good piece, people would love to post it because a lot of these sites, they, they want the content anyway. And the whole idea here is you are leveraging the domain authority from these other sites and you're getting a link coming back to your site. Maybe the, the piece that you wrote, if it's really good, it's going to get a couple thousand or maybe tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of views on it. And that's going to be helpful for your brand. Now, the 10th point is the advanced one I was talking about earlier. This is what you get for staying until the end. I call this more 
mergers and acquisitions from an SEO perspective. What you can basically do is you can go look for sites that have good domain authority. You can use a tool like Ahrefs out there. And what you can do is you can find those websites. Ideally, you're looking for sites that are monetized by AdSense, which tells me they're probably under monetized. And you can reach out to them and say, hey, are you interested in potentially um, an acquisition? And you can buy them out. They have a strong domain authority. They're getting a lot of traffic or they have a lot of content on their website. And maybe your site has a strong domain authority and you can redirect all that content to your site. This is always going to work 100% of the time, but it does work a lot of times. If you could do a good job and continue to serve that audience base and whatever it is that you offer plugs in well, then you are not only growing your traffic and you're not only growing your rankings and you're not only getting more number one rankings, but you're growing the business at the end of the day. And whoever you're talking to, whoever your manager is, or if you're running your own business, it's kind of a win-win-win across the board. You may have completed this level, but many more bosses await. If you're looking to level up in marketing or business, just go to singlegrain.com forward slash leveling dash up to get access to our individual and team training programs. That's singlegrain.com forward slash leveling dash up.